guys, and welcome back to another episode of Give Us a Shot. I'm Steph. And I'm Kristen, and I have one question for you. How do we sound? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's so much better. Oh my god, I'm praying. So we changed a lot about our, well, we changed our whole setup. So we're no longer recording on the same software that we were recording on. Don't record on the Anchor app. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And um, just the whole, it was rough. And then Steph FaceTimed me the other day. Yeah. So um, my husband was, well, Brian, at, was uh, at his in, ha, he was at his parents, my in-laws. And I got like a ring notification that there was like a delivery from FedEx. And I was like, that's strange because I didn't get anything from FedEx. But then I just didn't do anything. And then he came home and was like, hey, so I was going to wait until Christmas. But you guys need this now. And we opened it up and new mics. I was so excited. She um, FaceTimed me and I was like, she's t- talking, giving me the whole like backstory. And I'm like. What is she about to show me? Like, I had no idea what could possibly come out from this. She's like, oh, my, my Christmas present. Now it's not. And I'm like, okay. Like, why are you calling me about this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, usually something like that would be, be like a Snapchat. Snapchat. Like, uh, like, oh, look what Brian got for me. So I'm like, why is she FaceTiming me about a Christmas present? Like, what is? And then she whips out these microphones. And I'm like, hallelujah. And they're like, nice. Yeah, they're really cool. So hopefully. And they change colors and stuff. They're really pretty. Yeah, they're a lot better and i am hoping and praying that this is the solution to yeah. all the things cuz i appreciate all of you guys for sticking through all these last few episodes with us mm-hmm. we really wanted to like put something out for you guys but we have not like i just want to let you guys know like we're just as disappointed with the quality mm-hmm. as you guys probably are like I don't want you guys thinking that we're putting this stuff out and thinking that it sounds great. Right. Like, we know it doesn't, but we also don't want to leave you guys hanging either. Right. We had a big, like, a, a conversation about, like, do we worry about quality and wait until we figure out these issues to put something out and just put everything on pause? Or do we put these episodes out and we just decided that this isn't something that we want to give up or you know, just make it look like we're not taking it seriously because we really do enjoy doing this. Like we get to get together every week and just talk and it's really fun for us. So we're definitely worried about quality and praying that this is it. Yeah. Cause we are not like professionals at this. Like, no, and we don't have like yet. the, t- the tons of money to like throw right. at everything. And like, so initially we were like, Oh, let's just kind of dabble. And then you know, it went well and then it didn't. And then we were like, okay, let's upgrade to these other mics. But then they ended up, you know, not really being so much of an upgrade because they were picking up so much, right? Like background sound and everything. Yeah. They were just- nice for like a, like a, um, big room situation for like if you're recording music or something like that. But yeah, or if like, we did it remotely, but we like to right. get together and be like face to face because I feel like the the conversation is more genuine that way. And so, you know, those mics weren't great for that. And right. so we just kept trying to figure out solution after solution. And it just turned into like more problems <laughs> every so, time. I have a um, little excerpt that I made that just has us trying to figure out audio. And we're just like, what the fuck? What is going on? It was so frustrating. But 
It's so nice too because like the way that we're recording right now, I can see that my mic's not picking up anything you're saying. Yeah, I saw, I've been looking at that too. Every it's time such a nerdy talking. thing to do because you're talking and I'm like silent over here. I know. Bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm super excited. Watch watch us turn around and then this is like the worst <laughs> microphone that we had. We're like, oh my God. Um, God. Okay, so on that note, let's cheers to this. Um, today we are doing a Captain Crunch shot if you watched our peepee shot on instagram you'll know that it's not it did not taste like captain crunch but it, it's not bad it gives like the first sip is like cough syrup which is weird because i don't get that from fireball typically yeah i don't know where that cough syrup Taste flavor it all comes from no. because it's not the baileys no this is equal parts fireball and baileys so and that's typically very... like that sounds great to me right. like that's like up my alley yeah i was like oh this is good yeah and so i mean it didn't make me like cringe or anything like that it wasn't that kind of a drink because the baileys really does smooth it out but it's like this weird just like a little bit of a weird flavor that i can't really put my finger on like i don't know so i mean it's good it's not like intolerable at all but it's not my favorite so far all right you ready yeah let's do it Nothing like warm Baileys because <laughs> it's been sitting there for so long. Honestly, I think it's, it's better. Little, yeah, I think it's better warmer. I'm going to rate this one. I'm going to give it a five. It's just very average. Yeah, it's not something that I would be like, oh, my gosh, we have to try this. Somebody, somebody try this. Um, But I do. I do like it. I also don't like at my house. I don't have a ton of stuff in my liquor cabinet. So for it she being says some- that every time. <laughs> Like I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm jealous. I I fucking wish. I fucking wish I had that. But for it to be something that just is like basic. uh Oh, for it to be just like basic shit that I have in my cabinet, Bailey's and Fireball, something I can have all the time. Yeah, Yeah, that's. uh, I'll give it a. I'll give it a seven. Ugh. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say six. No. Fair. No, I think I think a seven. Like I would do this if I was just sitting around and I was like, you know what, I want a fucking shot, but I want like a fancy shot. That's as fancy as I can get with I my would four go bottles. For a lemon drop, then I would I'd reach for a lemon drop before I reach for this one. I don't often have lemons on hand. I have lemon oh, juice. Same thing. Really. Yeah, like you could work around it. Yeah. But how how bad is that that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll definitely always have Fireball and Bailey's in my house, and I'm like, lemons. <laughs> 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 That's pushing it. <laughs> fresh produce (laughs) no okay explain this to me i get a lot of fruit like a lot of fruit Mm -hmm. um on a weekly basis because of quinn he loves fruit he's like a big fruit baby which most babies are so i get a lot of fruit and i have these containers that i got from amazon that are supposed to be like where you store your fruit right like you wash them you put them in and then you stick in the fridge supposed to prolong the life of your fruit it doesn't My fruit goes rotten faster. And like if I leave them unwashed in their container and just stick them in my fridge and then pull them out, grab a handful, wash Uh that and then get that. That makes them last longer than if I pre-wash them, put them in these containers and put them in the fucking fridge. I guess it makes sense because you're washing off like all the stuff. Is it the water? Like I don't, I have no idea, but it's infuriating because I feel like I... Like, I'm trying to do, like, the right thing, you know? Especially because, like, if I'm trying to be quick and I just want to give them some fruit and stuff. Yeah, but seems I'm, ideal. Like, yeah. wasting so much fruit because it just goes bad. It's like, yeah. what is the point of these things? I just, it's really annoying. <laughs> My problem is that I, so I'll buy fruit and Edie is also, she loves fruit. 
But as soon as she knows that we have a specific type of fruit, like I could buy, say I buy strawberries, blueberries, and oranges. If she decides that that week she wants strawberries, she doesn't want anything except for strawberries. So then when I, my problem is that when I buy fruit, I just like don't show her what we have and I'll just like offer it every now and then. And then I forget about it. Oh, yeah. And then it goes bad. So it's either I'm going to run all out of one thing and then have all this. I I don't know. So, but if if I just bought blueberries, she wouldn't eat them. Like, I have to have options. Yeah. She's very difficult. Yeah. Well, she's not toddler, toddler age. Like, I mean, he's like a toddler by like definition, but he's not really a toddler. We need to talk about. I'm going to sound so mean right now. Listen, I love my kid. I love her. I love her so much. She's great. She's amazing. So many people say that she's so good for them. Like, happy for you. Um, but for me, personally, <laughs> she's getting to that age where she... So she's going to be three next month. Crazy. <sighs> she, yeah, it is crazy. I said that to Brian literally yesterday. I was like, I cannot believe Edie's about to be three. That yeah, is crazy. Mind-blowing. Um, but she... It's just with me, like she's a literal psycho sometimes. Like it's (laughs) the other day I woke up at. I can hear her right now. I know. She's upstairs in her crib at 1048 p.m. playing with her Barbies. I like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) What do I do? (laughs) But um, she she wants to argue about everything. And the other day I woke up at 810 a.m. on the dot. By 815, I had already cried. Because she, everything is an argument. Like, I literally, it, it's everything. That morning, specifically, I had woken up, or she, she woke up at 7 a.m., climbed out of her crib, came to my room, scared the shit out of me, because she's creepy. So, like, she'll be in the hallway, and if the dogs don't hear her first, because if the dogs hear her, then I wake up to the dogs barking, which is also scary. Yeah. But if she is in the hallway undetected and the door just creaks open no the door's always open i hear mommy especially in that little kid voice it's like a little demon i can't she did that the other day i was sitting down here i told her to go to bed we had an argument i was like i'm done with you you need to go to sleep 10 minutes later i'm stuffing my face with buffalo wild wings watching the kardashians i was like i am so happy in this moment this is what i've waited for all day other side of the wall mommy I freaked the fuck out. Nobody, I didn't hear her. The dogs didn't hear her. Nothing. Like, I was like, it scared the shit out of me. Anyway, this morning <laughs> that I had cried within five minutes of waking up, she came into my room. I put her in my bed. I'm like, um, so glad that you're up at 7 a.m., but I am not getting up at 7 a.m. You can watch a movie while I take an hour nap. So, Which isn't really a nap. It's like, I would like to go back. To right. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I go back to sleep. She's up watching like bubble guppies or something. And when I finally get up, she's like, I want to go downstairs. I want to go downstairs. I'm like, okay, like, are are you hungry? Do you want breakfast? Whatever. So I go to sit up and she's like, oh, no, we stay in daddy's bed. Everything is daddy's also, not mine. Which is so funny because like you're here, like Doug works a lot. And so it's like, wouldn't it be your stuff? Mm-hmm. Before? Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Everything is daddy's, but I'm the one that uses it the most. So, okay, fine. So I want to stay in daddy's bed, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, then you stay here while I go pee and take the dogs out. And she's like, no, you you stay in bed. 
And I'm like, I, but now I have to pee. So I at least need to do that. And she's like, no, mommy, stay in bed, stay in daddy's bed. And I'm like, I have to pee. Like, what do you mean? Why can't I just go pee? So then I take her with me and she, I'm like, do you want to come? That was an argument. She finally came into the bathroom. We're sitting in the bathroom. I finish and I'm like, okay, I need to go let the dogs out because I'm up now. I'm not laying down. Like we're going downstairs. You're going to, I'm going to make you breakfast and I'm taking the dogs out. Having a fit about that. Then I finally get her to come downstairs and she's screaming the whole way. I'm carrying her down the steps. And that's when I was like, I can't tears, do this. <laughs> tears. I can't do it anymore. And I feel really bad because I don't usually show her like how upset I am with her. But that day I did. That was the first time. And she looked at me and she said, sorry, mama. And I was like, fuck, man. Why? Oh. Why can you be such a little demon child? And then make as, you feel bad for being as upset. soon as she oh. calls me mama. It's over. Like, you're an angel. You've done everything right. You're perfect. Do it again tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. But yeah, when they say terrible twos are nothing compared to three. I was going to say, I fucking firmly, everyone has always said, like, terrible twos. Like, I was literally, Quinn had just had his uh, 15-month appointment. And so I'm at the doctors. They're, like, talking to him. And they're like, he's just got enough personality where, like, you know, he, but it's not big personality. It's not those terrible twos. And I'm like, why does everyone say that? I mm. firmly disagree that it's terrible twos. I feel like I said that, like, everyone keeps, yeah. like, I've been saying this for years. I've been like, it's the threes you got to worry about. Threes. <laughs> it's because that's when they start to really get their speech going. And that's when everything's an argument because they can actually, oh, yeah. like, come up with the words to argue she with you. She says stuff now. The other day, she said something, and me and my mom looked at each other like, did she, are you serious? Oh, she didn't want to leave my mom's house, naturally, all the time, every time we go over there. And she looked at me dead in the eye and said, I don't want to go home. Me and my mom looked at each other like, did she just like, that was a whole ass adult sentence. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where it starts. Like two year olds, I feel like they're still kind of like in that. Okay, we'll do whatever you want. Like, because I'm still fascinated by Mm -hmm. whatever you're about to show me. And three, they're like really understanding things. And so they're like, I've seen that. I've done that. Yeah, I'm over that. I want to do what I want to do now. And you're going to do that or I'm going to throw a temper tantrum. And I now have the vocabulary to explain to you that I don't want to do those things. And so that's why threes are always, I feel like, so much worse. It's... I'm scared. I have heard from so many moms that three, right before three and all throughout three. Yeah, because you're really close to three anyway. Yeah. Oh, like I hear it it actually kind of started like maybe a month or two ago. And I had talked to our friend Allie because her son is like, I see like six months older than Edie or something like that. I don't, so cute. Yeah, really he's cute. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> so he, um, she's she goes through all the stages and then lets me know how how it's going. If I reach out to her, I'm like, can you just is, does the, is there an end is to it? it? Get better. <laughs> I remember when Edie was first born. I was talking to her about like sleep, and she was like, "Girl, let me just give you all my secrets," and that's how I learned. <laughs> but um, so I had, we had talked about the age that she was at. I think it was like two months ago. And if this is the start of like the three-year-old tantrums and she was like, yep, that's exactly what my son did. And it's bad, like really bad. And now I'm like, oh, great. I'm terrified because like when I was talking to the doctor and they were like, he doesn't have that much personality yet where he's not those terrible twos. And I was like, not enough personality. (laughs) There's more. (laughs) He's got so much personality and he 
my brain can't understand with him because he doesn't look his age. Mm -hmm. He just looks so much older. He's he's a big kid. And so it's like hard for me to like look at you and be like, you're still a baby, but you're not a baby because everyone's like, he's a toddler. And I'm like, but he, no, he's, I feel like in my brain, he's still still a baby. baby. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think like, I personally don't really like, I understand they're classified as a toddler, but I really think toddler's like a two year old. Right. So, cause that's when they really start to get like their toddler attitudes, but he's kind of got it. Like, I mean, already like he will throw a whole freaking temper tantrum if I don't let him throw himself off the couch. Right. Like, are you joking? Do you want to die? And he shoves his hand in your mouth and. That is the (laughs) biggest pet peeve of mine currently because you know how fast kids nails grow. Mm -hmm. And he. So fast. I just trimmed them the other day and I'm already getting cut up. And I have like this chip on my tooth and I, um. I keep filling it in, like, with my little dental kit I have. It's so ghetto. I know. Whatever. But that's what happens when you have a very big fear of the dentist because I have trauma involved mm-hmm. with the dentist. Like, so we'll get to that another day or another time. But um, I had just filled it in the other day. He sticks his hand right in my mouth and clocks it, uh, pops it right off. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And so, like. Everyone else, it, this is what's infuriating to me about that specifically, is everyone else be like, just don't let him do it. Like, I don't let him do it, and so he doesn't do it to me. And I'm like, do you think it's that easy for me? Because you think that I'm... Like, not as simple as just saying, no, please don't do it. It would have to be an over and over and over and over and over right. and over and again thing. And but I think also it's like, he does it to other people, like, rarely like Mm -hmm. he does it only like when I'm not around it's a comfort thing Mm -hmm. and I'm like his comfort person right and so immediately the hand goes in my mouth and I'm lately I've just been feeling unwell and so I'm like I don't want you putting your hand in my mouth like I feel like I'm gonna puke on you you know what I mean especially like because he'll dig back like and he hits like my wisdom teeth my gums all of it and so I'm tasting blood I'm like you can't do this and so I'm getting fucking pissed yeah and so I pull his hand away I'm like no no we're not doing this and he will literally start smacking me in the <gasps> face and screaming. And like, nah! and beating me in the face until finally I'm crying going, okay, put your fucking hands back in. It's so bad. And that's why it's like, people are like, just tell him no. And I'm like, I do that right. all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I get the shit beat out of me. So it's just easier to do this. Right. Oh my Which God. Which one do you want to deal with? Right. right. So I wish it was so simple. It's Kids are always, in my opinion, much worse with their fucking moms. Like, like, I don't know what it is about, like, like, maybe because I give him pretty much whatever he wants and, like, other people don't. But, like, I, I guess that's why when I tell him no, he refuses to believe it. Right. Because he's, like, he's like, no, um, I'm going to bully you into getting what I want because you do it all the time anyway. So you had said, I just went and got, Edie got a um, pre-op exam done because she was getting that stint in her eye. Oh. How tall was Quinn at his appointment? 33 and a half inches. Uh-uh. Almost, almost three feet tall. Because isn't 36, three feet? Yeah, Edie's 35. Shut the fuck up. 35.04 inches. This is what I'm saying. Right. It's so hard to look at him and not see. Edie's also very small, but she's... But he's also he's very, very big. big. He's yes. in the 97th percentile How much did he weigh? Height. 26 and a half. He's in the... She's 27 and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> my almost three-year-old. Yeah, and he's, in the, he's in the 40th percentile for weight. So he's like... I, I, I was a little disappointed in that, but they were like, that's fine. Like, it's okay. But his, like, head... He's in, like, the 92nd percentile for his head Which is size. weird because he doesn't look like... He- 
unproportionate. Right. But they said that the reason why he's in such a higher class for his head is because of his height. And mm. like he's, he still has to mm-hmm. continue growing mm-hmm. into that or whatever. But he looks normal. I mean, he is a tall ass kid. Like, I mean, if you really think about the fact that he's two inches or three inches shorter than three feet, it really puts into perspective that he's only two feet shorter than my mother. <laughs> Wait, I'm five two. <laughs> He's literally like <laughs> he probably comes That's up to so your waist. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's not cool. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? He's gonna be towering over me. Yeah, all like of us. soon. All of us for sure. You for right. sure. Soon. Katie. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's crazy, and that's why I was like, could you imagine if I got pregnant again and had a girl she'd be a poor giant poor oh, girl well, maybe she'll get like no there's no, nothing there's, there's nothing no shorts <laughs> <laughs> there's no short jeans whatsoever like, maybe if it like got my mom's recessive short jeans <laughs> for some fucking reason but well, i'll pop one out and you can have mine there you go we'll just swap them yeah there and we go like, yeah let's get pregnant it makes at the same sense. time yeah let's do it <laughs> let's plan that right now okay <laughs> we're putting that out to the universe we're gonna get pregnant at the same time as i drink my wine and think about Oh, I don't want to let it go. <laughs> they have um, they have alcohol-free wine. They have alcohol-free a lot of things. See, I feel like that's good because, like, if you're so if you're pregnant and you're sitting around, and you're like, I just really want a fucking glass of wine. That's perfect for it. Like how I was with the beer. I really wanted beer when I was pregnant, and you got me O'Doul's. Yeah, and that was good. But my thing is, I like a buzz. Yeah, and my. <laughs> My, I wouldn't say it's a nightly routine because it's definitely not every night. It's probably like two, maybe three nights a week where I'll like, you know, I'll take a little bit of an edible or like have a little bit of wine or like have a little bit of something. Like I, I like that right before bed, that shutdown mode where yeah. you're just, Calm everything's heavy and, yeah. and you're not thinking about a million things. And so I know that when I do get pregnant again, I'm really going to fucking miss that shit. And like the biggest thing is when you already have a kid, like you need that time to unwind. And that's how I am because Edie, and it's been more recently because of how like stressed you are during the day. Yes. That at the end of the night when it's quiet, I'm like, I want it to be so quiet that like I just shut down completely. And that's what's really stressful is like, like, could you imagine not being able to have like that one vice that you use? to calm you down and now you're pregnant with a fucking screaming toddler and you just had to deal with it Ooh, party. all day for t- 10 months okay can i just clarify this t- for everybody out there you're pregnant for 10 months yeah. it is not nine months 40 weeks. like everyone yeah. fucking tells you i had, had this conversation with my sister recently and she was shooketh like <laughs> shook it to her core this woman is a fucking lawyer like yeah. she's really educated. she hasn't had a baby yet so she hasn't had to think about she, it <laughs> i don't think she's gonna have any kids she said she's oh, like you guys she's like you guys can have enough i can see that like she'll be the us. cool traveling aunt yeah because basically her the way her lifestyle is set up she doesn't even feel like she can take care of a dog right, right. now and she's like i just don't ever see myself being in that position i kind of always want to be i in definitely this see grab her and go. Yeah, doing moment. her own thing yeah and being like the um, aunt that comes around i mean never holidays. say never she's uh you know reserves the right to change your mind yeah. but I, oh, I think yeah. that's kind of where she's leaning so we were just kind of casually like she had mentioned that because I had said something to her about getting a dog and she was like no I'm not I don't, that's why I don't even have kids like mm-hmm. why am I gonna get a dog like all that and so then I told her like you know and then you're pregnant for 40 weeks and she was like or for 10 months and she was like no it's only nine months and I was like 
no, it's 10 months. And she was like, no. And I was like, I was pregnant. It is 10 months. And, she, and I remember vividly being pregnant and looking and having the revelation myself mm-hmm. and going, hold, hold on a second. There are four weeks in a month. Uh-huh. And if you're 40 weeks pregnant is t- full term, whatever, that's 10, Ten months. months. And nobody fucking talks about that. Nobody talks about that. And especially because that last month is the, the, the killer month, uh-huh. right? Like you have the first trimester, which depends on the situation you're in. You know, right. some people could have a great first trimester. Mm-hmm. Some people have an absolutely brutal first trimester. And um, that was really loud. <laughs> I know. And that distracted me completely. Um, but the, the, no matter what, what you have in that first, I I think everyone can agree that that last month is brutal. You're just sitting there waiting every day because every day it could be. Yeah. You don't know. That is the worst part is that you're like, maybe. Especially when you know people who are pregnant at the same time as you, which what we want, but like the jealousy that you have when someone else is like, they had gave birth two weeks early and you're still like. That's what happened with me and Rihanna. So my, when I found out I was pregnant with Edie, um, I was in aesthetic school and literally the same day, me and one of my friends, I don't, we weren't really like close at that moment or at the time that we found out we were pregnant and I overheard her talking to somebody else about it. And I was like, wait a minute, are you pregnant? And she was like, yeah, I just found out yesterday or whatever. And I was like, no fucking way, me too. And then from then on, we were really close. And we were, um, I think our due dates were like six, no, not six days apart, four days apart. She had her daughter on the 6th and then I had Edie on the 16th. So they're 10 days apart. And I remember when she had her, I was like, like, I'm so happy for her. So, so happy. And I can't wait for that to be me. But, like, I need it to be me right now. Literally. I was so done. We both left school. It was, like, three or four months before we graduated because we were, like, we didn't leave school. We took a leave because we were, like, we can't fucking do this anymore. And we were off for, like, a month before we even had the babies because we were so miserable. That's another fun story that I could talk about. Did I tell you? I think I talked about it on my Instagram about the facial that one of the new girls gave me when I was super pregnant right before I left. No, I don't recall. So I, um, I was very pregnant. This was literally right before we decided that we had to go. We couldn't stay in school anymore until after the babies were born. And the way our system worked was it was a rolling program. So she, is. <laughs> she's, she knows we're talking about her. So she, so I had been there for almost a year. It was almost time. Is she calling your name or is she just yelling? I think she's saying ma. She is. Okay, hold on. Um, what was I saying? Oh, my first, the first facial for the girl. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I was very pregnant. This girl who had just started was in my class because the way it works is when new girls start. I had already been there for so long, but they just come in wherever we are in the class and stay for a year and it just goes it's a rolling whatever so this new girl came in and it's up to us who have been there for a long time to walk the new girls through their first facial and we practice on each other i'm laying down and i'm walking her through the steps and i think she got to like step two or three and i grabbed her hand and i was like just hold on one second because i just had this nausea oh like it just 
all over my body, started sweating. I was like, I'm going to throw up. So, but I couldn't say that. Like I couldn't explain it because I was going to throw up if I started talking. So it's just like, hold on. And the poor girl probably was like, oh my God, I'm doing so bad that she had to stop me. And I'm like, I just, I gotta. And so I get up and I bolt out of that room. And the way our school was set up, our, like our lab was on the other side. On one side of the building and then halfway through was where the bathrooms were. And it's a big building. Oh, no. So I'm pregnant as hell booking it down the hallway to try to get to the bathroom in time. As soon as I hit that bathroom stall, like I wasn't turning around and shutting it behind me. I slammed that stall open and just puked everywhere. And Rihanna came in and she was like, like because she knew she already knew she was like do you need anything and we left it at that um and then that's when we were like we gotta fucking go because i can't i literally can't do anything now so that was rough i I remember just being fucking done with that shit i felt like at the end like that last trimester it's like it's like you can barely breathe Mm -hmm. your heartburn is so bad like you think you have bad heartburn in the beginning and then it's like whoa this is like everything gives you heartburn just like looking at something gives me heartburn and it was like like I really thought like first trimester like wow this heartburn's kicking it you're like kicking Mm, my ass you know what I mean you pop and tums like candy and then you get to that third trimester and it's a everything I mean it's horrible you can't eat anything and so many people were like oh don't eat spicy foods whatever no like bread fucking tea yeah like everything gave me heartburn so i just ate everything spicy anyway because i was like well if i'm gonna fucking have it no matter what i eat i'm gonna eat what i want like and like the thing is like i had the gallbladder issues so i had the low fat diet so i could only eat certain things which was basically like grilled chicken broccoli and rice like and even that fucking gave me heartburn. Mm-hmm. Like, are you joking? The blandest of bland. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was, it's, it's so bad. And, like, my cousin by marriage, I guess, basically my husband's cousin. So I think it's my cousin by marriage. Mm-hmm. I think that's how mm-hmm. that works. And then, like, her kid would be, like, my second cousin. Let's not go down that road. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, so she was pregnant at the same time as me. And... Her OB and my OB are both telling each us, like, your kids are very big. Like, hers, Mm -hmm. she's like, my kid's in the 97th percentile. My kid's in the 97th percentile. We're both super big. My doctor is like, you're just going to wait it out. Her doctor's like, let's schedule you a C-section because if you go to the end, it's going to be way too Mm -hmm. big. You're not going to be able to. And I'm like, why is my doctor not doing (laughs) that for me? Like, that's some bullshit. And so she literally, like gave birth on a wednesday and i remember being like so happy for you fuck you yeah, right? so happy for you and then like i think i actually had an appointment two days later it was the mm-hmm. friday and i was talking to the the it was like a nurse practitioner and she like starts like feeling like my stomach and she's like huh yeah did anybody tell you you were gonna have a big baby and i was like yeah nobody fucking cares and she was like Oh, okay. Um, cause I'm like guesstimating that this is going to be like a nine or n- almost 10 pound baby if you go to full term. Um, so do you want to do like a cervical sweep? And I was like, yes, <laughs> let's do it. And then I went to labor the next day and then Quinn was like, 
eight pounds, nine ounces, something like that. And I actually went to <laughs> my child's screaming. <laughs> I went to like my like I had you know you do OB visits all the time. No, not OB. Your gynecologist. And they're like checking in, like, how, like, have you had any surgeries in the past year, didn't it? And all this and that. And she was like, oh, I see that you had a baby a year ago. And she was like, eight pounds? Not, that's a big baby for a little thing like you. And I was like, um, fucking exactly. Um, this is why you all should have scheduled me right. for a C-section. <laughs> and so literally, like, she was scheduled for a C-section, had her baby on a Wednesday, and then that Sunday I had Quinn. Mm-hmm. So we were like 10 days apart on our due date and then like four days apart on the actual delivery thing. So I was super salty for those four days, but it ended up working out okay. But I yeah, it's super true. You have like total and complete envy of the people who are giving birth around you because that last fucking trimester is no joke. And you just want to sleep all the time. You just feel fucking ginormous. Nothing fits. Everything's swollen. Oh my gosh. I was cycling through the same like three outfits my whole uh, third trimester because I was like there's nothing else number one that feels comfortable number two that looks good so like I had my outfits that I knew looked decent and I wore the shit out of them like every checkup that I had like my week when I got to weekly I was wearing the same fucking thing every week because I was like these are my uh, leggings that can easily come off and on that I don't have to struggle with in in the appointment and then I would just wear a nice cardigan over top with a white t-shirt every every, every single appointment, appointment i went to was just a t-shirt and maternity bike shorts mm-hmm. every time and then when i was yeah at you were home, summer so and when i was at home i pretty much went nowhere because it was summer it right. was so hot oh. if i went out anywhere i would swell up immediately i'd be sweating on every single orifice <laughs> possible and so i was like nope not doing it so i really didn't go out at all and so i basically wore absolutely nothing but a robe mm-hmm. i just walked around in a robe yeah for like that entire time because it's just miserable and now if you get pregnant again you have to do all of this <laughs> and take care of a fucking toddler at the same time That's so what started this conversation was us saying that we wanted to be pregnant at the, the same, same time. time and we're talking ourselves <laughs> Uh, yeah, I it's um it's definitely an emotional process. I feel like I feel like I still like like we, I think we talked about this before. I'm like I'm still fucked up from being pregnant. Like mm-hmm. it genuinely chemically altered everything about me. Yep. Like I hate looking in the mirror. I used to love taking selfies. I was like the selfie queen. I would be like bored and I'd just go and do my makeup and take a selfie. And now it's like I someone pulls out a camera and I'm like, nope, nope, please yeah. don't don't fucking take a picture of me. <laughs> oh God, please. I don't know. I think it's also because like I just feel like stressed all the time. So you don't really even have the time to like put into like making yourself feel good Mm -hmm. and then so someone pulls out a camera and you're like no no i look i look hideous even yeah i can't remember the last time i did like an actual full face of makeup because there's there's been times where i planned on doing like a full like eyeshadow contour high like all the stuff there's been times where i planned on doing it and then when i get to it i'm like let's not and then i just do my regular if i do any type of like BB cream or whatever, which is rare. But if I do do that, then it's literally that mascara, eyebrows, maybe some highlight a little bit. And that's it. That's where I draw the line. Like I can't bring myself See, to the thing sit. Is, I do it all, but I half ass it. Yeah. And that's why I feel like, Ugh. See, like, that's why, like, I don't like doing that. Like, I'm, like, very But particular. I'm also self-conscious, so I, ca- I feel like I right. can't go yeah. out no, without having my that. entire face caked on. That like, makes sense. it's terrible. But then also, like, even your outfits. Mm-hmm. Like, I 
pick out these really cute outfits for like like I'm thinking about like Edie's birthday party like there's a bunch of people here I want to take pictures with Edie on her birthday like I want to look cute but then I have a toddler yanking on me and pulling on me (laughs) and so it's like I gotta wear a turtleneck or Mm -hmm. something because I can't have the because you know if my boobs are showing even a little bit there's a very good chance my boobs are gonna come out at some point (laughs) like he's just gonna yank on my shirt so it's like that narrows down like the amount of outfits that I can wear too because even just like a normal fucking outfit that just has like a scoop neck you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like it's not slutty but it looks slutty when you got a toddler yanking your shirt all the way down and there's just your goods are hanging out and so it's like also I'm like okay I don't really know if I want to wear a dress because I'm going to be chasing around and bending Mm -hmm. down after this little kid this whole time it's 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 like yeah these are the things that you have to think about it's rough but then you turn around oh stop you're trying to add a silver lining to this (laughs) well we remember we had talked about there was that tiktok of the three moms I wonder if I could find it probably not oh I know what you're talking about the three moms that said like you know the one woman who was like, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but like, I, I regret, I yeah. regret motherhood. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think enough people say it out loud. Like it's, and it sounds really harsh in with no context. Yeah. Yeah. There was really... context. They followed it up with right. though. So that was good. It was like, it was basically like you, you miss like the freedom you had before and like who you were before. You find it? Yes, I found it. Cool. Sorry. I consider myself someone that stands 10 toes down on the fact that I regret motherhood. It's like I don't, like, regret my daughter. I regret the role. I think people are rubbed the wrong way about it because most moms feel that way. Yeah. And you're not allowed to say it. There is an anxiety that I have developed having a child that never lived in me before at all. The fear of even when she's not with me and I don't have to be selfless. I'm still thinking about, is somebody going to hurt her? Is an earthquake going to happen? A mother... I'm just going to stop it there. But if you want to watch the full TikTok, it is, this is Jessica Rose. And this we is- We can share it to our stories too. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Let me save this. Oh, I did. I could have found it that way. Um, and then this is actually a podcast clip. Their podcast is Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Um, I haven't looked it up yet, but it seems like it's really good. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and check that out. But yeah, I feel like I really resonate with that. A hundred percent. And I feel like a lot of people do, but they don't want to admit it. And that's why I really like, that's one thing that we don't give our generation enough credit for. People think that we're too honest and we're, you know, because, you know, I think people are just willing now to talk about the things that no one was willing to talk about before, like mental health and all these things. And so this falls nicely into that category. I feel like it's very much so a mental health thing. Like there are some people who don't, who didn't get uh, anxiety or mm-hmm. all those other things and they fully full send don't regret being anything right. about it they love it and that's totally great for them but there are a bunch of people a bunch of a people a lot I would who, say most people who just don't f- feel that way or you know you you just miss who you were before because like we said like you're completely a different person like it actually chemically changes who you are like I had anxiety before but nothing like I have now like like where I'd wake up screaming in the middle of the night with night terrors because I thought I had a nightmare about Quinn falling down a sewer drain yeah like that never happened to me before right. I never woke up screaming I could sleep forever right <laughs> and never had any fucking issues but now that's like a thing that I'm having and it 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 helps when I hear people like that talking because yeah, it makes you feel normal and not alone yeah. or like a, a no, well, yeah, maybe not normal like the biggest not the, the biggest thing is the guilt like because you sit there and you, you you're in the shower right that's that's me that's me because I'm always surrounded by mm-hmm. helping like with Quinn and then in the shower is the one true time that I'm like 
alone and not being touched by anybody. And that's usually where I start to like get lost in my thoughts. And that's where I'm like, man, like I... I just like I love Quinn to death but I miss who I was before Mm. I was happier before I was like I wasn't as anxious or like because of all those things like you just love them so much that it causes all these like anxieties and worries in you and like especially like in our day and age like this climate like with the Russia and Ukraine literally everything you have to worry about going to the fucking store and somebody snatching your kid when your back is turned like I can't relax in a store even going out to the parking lot like when I'm putting my groceries in my car I am staring Edie down like if the shit doesn't make it in my trunk it doesn't make it in my trunk like I I am so scared that I am going to be one of those moms that turns around for one fucking that's all it fucking takes and it could be anybody Mm -hmm. and and let me this is going off a little bit topic but this reminds me of like something that fucking pisses me off I see a lot of fucking TikToks and I'm ready to like swing on every person that fucking likes this fucking TikTok or post it. It makes me so fucking mad. I I can't even. When I see somebody post something about like a fucking kid crying on their flight and they're sitting there just everyone's talking shit in the fucking comments. I would pay so much money. To have a child-free flight, bitch, it's called flying private. If you're broke, just say that. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there are other alternatives. First of all, you are a screaming, crying fucking baby at right. 1.2. Second of all, you don't think that mom is sitting back there freaking, freaking the fuck, the fuck out. out. And they can't walk that baby around when there's a fucking um, seatbelt sign on. Exactly. So they're sitting you, back there right. doing literally all they fucking can. And you guys are talking shit about them. That mom like, is more stressed out than you and are And then right to now. get on TikTok later and see everybody talking shit about something that you're probably gonna go into the bathroom and cry about later on as soon as you get off the flight like you're having these anxieties and you're freaking out and then to get on tiktok and find out that someone's sitting there talking shit about you like bitch people exist right in the world get over they it. exist outside your bubble like if you have a fucking problem with a kid being on a fucking plane don't fly exactly. drive you have a fucking problem with a kid being on a plane and you have to fly fly private don't sit there and come in the comments i pay all kinds of money in order to fly without kids then, then do it do it <laughs> like don't sit there and fucking make other people feel fucking in- like nine times out of ten you're not gonna put a baby on a plane unless you, you have, have to. to absolutely it- exactly and you're gonna sit there and fucking make them feel bad because they can't control especially because let's be fucking real most of the time the kids are crying because of the fucking pressure in their Mm -hmm. ears or something and they can't understand and your parents how are you supposed to you can't fix fix that exactly and so you're only doing so much and you bring all the toys you bring all the snacks but when their ears are hurting or something else is happening and you can't walk them around like you're gonna sit there and really shame this person who's already probably shaming themselves and like that's disgusting they're regretting every moment of being on that flight because they're but because of people like you who make it a big deal exactly it fucking infuriates me when people are like well i'm just not a kid person okay well then don't fucking get on the fucking plane where other people exist children exist in the world right fly fucking business class fly fucking private i just listed three other fucking options for you if you have to fly if you don't if you're going from fucking 
somewhere on landlocked area drive if it's that fucking big of a deal to you like i can't even understand it like that's like getting on a fucking public transportation like a fucking bus and being mad that there's someone sitting next to you like then don't get on the fucking bus like i can't even begin to understand and like that is what also adds to the stigma of like you know moms having all this anxiety it's like we already have anxiety as it is and then other people making it even more difficult for you for why so you can get fucking views on tiktok i want to literally fucking roundhouse kick all of them to the fucking nuts it makes me so fucking mad i can't i seriously i i've in 2022 i can't believe that people actually still feel that way because i feel like before i was a mom long before i was a mom i had an understanding there was a there was a moment in time where i realized or i was told that of course the mother wants their baby to stop crying nobody wants the baby to be crying ever so being a bitch about it it's never going to make anybody feel better you being pissed off it's just making the situation worse and i feel like i was i learned that at a young age so the fact that there are adults on social media, I don't I don't understand it. I cannot wrap my brain around why people still think that that's okay. Because if you were to put yourself in that person's shoes, what would you do differently to make it stop? Literally. I don't, I it, don't it's like it. It's like they just want to hate on fucking people just to fucking hate on people. They like, just want their life to be perfect and not have to worry about anybody like else's Like, God feeling. forbid that other people exist in the world and inconvenience your little fucking bubble. Like, and not even by that much. Put some fucking headphones I in know, and get over God. yourself. It's, it, I mean, I've been on flights where little kids have been screaming and it is not that big a deal. I have been on long flights where little kids have been screaming because obviously at some point the kid's gonna scream when you're on a long flight right like it's babies cry right and it's like especially because i've been to paris i've been to japan and i've been to the maldives those are all very long flights Mm -hmm. and i've had babies on at least one of those like each way like you know what i mean so it's like who fucking gives a fuck right it's literally babies cry can it after a while can it be annoying Sure. But I'm sure that the mom is just as fucking annoyed. And that's where my brain goes. If I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden like a baby's crying and nothing's settling it down, my brain goes to that poor mom. Or or literally like, I mean, I saw this um, other TikTok recently where like, this because flight attendants can get up when the seatbelt thing i did see the flight attendant Mm -hmm. picked up the baby and walked that would be me as a flight attendant exactly and that would be me as a like a person that just is on the plane like if i'm near a baby that's crying i'm gonna try and make faces at them i'm gonna try to play with them i'm gonna do everything to make that mom realize like it's it's okay nobody here is judging you i get it like because even like, just having one person who was like, it's fine. It's fine. I would fight anybody on the fucking plane right. that made a mom feel <laughs> right. fucking like. Oh, for sure. I would fight them all. I'm recording I'd get them. I'd kicked off the fucking plane. I'd do that for them. Fuck that. Yeah. It's insane. I agree. I, I literally can't. I, I go to bat in these comments. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, I'm not typically like one to like argue with people in the comments. It's just not worth my day. But I make it part of my day. <laughs> this so, is like, my problem that now. That yeah. fucking is so ridiculous. All the f- people in there like, I pay so much. But <laughs> not enough, apparently. So um, yeah, well, yeah. go ahead. Especially, are you fucking kidding? Like, because if it really mattered to you that much, you would have looked into other options. Exactly. And you didn't. You just want to sit there and fucking bitch just to bitch and get your fucking views on tiktok all for all the, the people views. that i hate kids you were a kid once too you hate yourself right like fuck you like what if what if, yes, like, what if their parents were like 
their mom was on that plane with them and they were a baby and like they found out later on that like their mom was in that situation mm-hmm. are you still gonna be posting those fucking tiktoks no, absolutely not exactly it's so fucked up we're gonna wrap this conversation up stuff's gonna fucking blow a fuse oh <laughs> i get so fucking mad about that i i just really do because i just sympathize so hard with them because i've been in places where like you know, a store or whatever, and Quinn's, like, going off, and I'm like, how can I get out of this situation as fast as fucking possible? And I wish that I could just go about my day and be like, babies cry. It's what babies do. But you know that there are assholes out there. Out there. Exactly. And when they put it on fucking TikTok and they get... 300,000 likes and like fucking 400,000 comments all agreeing with them, it puts it right there in your face and makes you... 10 times more anxious anytime you leave the house with your kid. Yeah, because so you're wondering, I, is somebody, nowadays, is somebody, somebody recording, recording me? me? Exactly. So I don't go, I don't go to anywhere. I literally don't go to the store. I will Instacart yeah, everything to my house, DoorDash everything to my house. That's what I tell Doug all the time. Like I, and people say to me all the time, and it aggravates me because nobody fucking understands, except for other moms, that I, I always hear, you can take her to the store. Yeah, I fucking can. But do you know how stressful that is on me? Because she, like we talked about earlier, she is very different for me than everybody else. Her and I, it's either really good or it's really bad. And I'm not, I, you know, I don't want to be mean to her. I especially don't want to be mean to her in public. <laughs> so well, like, you have to get like a tone right, to get her to listen. Right. To so you. it when she's acting up in public, she doesn't understand that that is not the time or place. When we're here, it's like okay, it's just us. Is it still frustrating? Yes. But when we're in public, my anxiety is through the roof. She's getting pissed off because she's not getting her way, and I can't handle it the way I usually handle it because I'm not gonna sit down in the middle of fucking target and say okay let's talk about what's going on yep i'm trying to get the fuck out of there at that point i can't do it i will instacart as much as i need to i will DoorDash. Amazon I will. Amazon is my best friend. The Target pickup. Like, I will avoid every opportunity to, like, if I have to take her to the store, I have to really need to go to that yep. store. So I, I'm right there with you. It's, it's Just rough. be better, people. That's all yeah. there is to it. You have no idea what someone is going through, what someone's feeling, or what someone is thinking. Just fucking be better. Just be kind. Like, that's all there is to it. Like, I... I like I I feel like I say this to everything like politics everything I don't give a fuck just be a good human being and just empathize and sympathize with fucking people like I feel like that's a big part of like I don't know like I guess like once I became a mom I really started just like sympathizing and empathizing with everyone around me and like realizing like like I guess I got more emotional or whatever but now it's like I, I just I can't I put myself in other people's positions way more often now than I did before. And I really, well, I guess also, I guess that doesn't really even have to do with being, having a kid. It also just has to do with me getting more mature and just growing the fuck up. I'm almost 30 at this point. So like, I just, I I feel like that's my, my mantra constantly is just fucking do better, be better, treat people with kindness. That's all there is to it. Like if it doesn't affect you in like such a fucking life catastrophic ending way, then like leave it the fuck alone. And people are going to make mistakes, but that's the thing. And we say all the time, like when you know better, you do better. So like if you were to say this person on the plane got really pissed off and people like us came at them and said, you know, this is really 
rude. Imagine how that mom feels, whatever. And then they learned from that moment. Yeah. But think of how many like chances they had to do better before they recorded that TikTok, edited that TikTok, posted that TikTok, and then left that TikTok up there and then fought people in the comments to defend their fucking point. That's the thing. If they're fighting people about it, that's when it's like, okay, I just don't understand. Like these people who can't grasp that other people have valid feelings as well. And so like if you're if you're sitting there thinking that your situation is the end all be all and you're always right and you can't listen to other people that are affected like mothers who are experiencing the other end, if you can't listen to that, I can't even talk to you because and I could go so much deeper into this because this applies to so many things in today's world. But if you can't just fucking listen to the people who are being affected on the other side of what you're bitching about, there's if there's no conversation that can be open, I don't have any space for you in right. my life. Like that is just so disgusting that you can't just fucking listen. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like um someone was saying like how they like lost a lot of friends when they had a kid Mm -hmm. and all the people in the comments were like yeah because I don't fucking like kids and so I don't want to be around their fucking kids and like that's not my fucking problem I didn't choose to have kids so whatever and I'm like okay but that just means you were never their friend in the fucking first place like how can you be like I was ride or die for this person they were my absolute best friend they went and had a kid and now I don't fuck with them like who right you were never their friend you don't need to be friends with the kid it's crazy to me like right. you cannot like kids and still want to hang out with your friend right. and acknowledge that they have a kid too right. like you know what I mean like 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 my sister who's saying like I don't want to have kids but she does not not talk to me anymore right. because I had a kid like <laughs> that's so weird people are so fucking weird it's like it's like what did you expect your friend to just go your entire life not having kids right. because you didn't want to Ex- have kids and you exactly. don't like kids like especially so, if you know this friend so well and you know that that right. person so wants to have children so when you first make a friendship with someone you have to be like I don't like kids just so we're clear this relationship will go no further if, if you, you want to have kids like what the fuck and then somebody's that? just gonna be like you know what sure this is crazy like how they were they were never your friend in the first place that is just some and at that point it's it's hard to recognize but at that point it's a good thing that they're not your friend anymore because people like that I just don't understand I I of course I can I my whole life I wanted to be a mom I can understand why people don't want to have children, but if you are specifically not going to be friends with me because of that difference, like I'm going to come, I'm going to understand your side. I would hope that you would understand my side and not cut me off because that, that is just the weirdest fucking thing. So weird. It is so weird. So this is an am I the asshole? Um. Am I the asshole for returning my daughter's birthday cake after I discovered that my wife made changes to it? I, 37 male, have a daughter, now 13, they're calling her Olivia, from my former relationship. Currently, I'm married to my wife, who has a daughter that is 16, and we'll call her Brittany. So, Brittany is the opposite of Olivia. For example, Brittany is social, Olivia is an introvert. The list is long, but they're just the complete opposite. Olivia's 13th birthday was two days ago. She loves chocolate, and I decided this is the flavor that I'm going to go with when I contacted the bakery. However, my wife objected because Brittany absolutely hates chocolate and suggested that we go with vanilla. I said, no way, because for one, Olivia hates vanilla, and it's her birthday, so she gets to have the cake that she wants. 
My wife got upset and took it in, took it as in I had no regard for Brittany and that we should just choose a neutral flavor instead. I shut that down and said no more discussing this because I've already decided to go with what Olivia wanted. At the day of the birthday, I was supposed to go get the cake, but I was surprised to see my wife coming home after picking the cake up from the bakery. I looked at it and discovered that it wasn't a chocolate cake, but a vanilla cake with small pieces of chocolate on top. I got pissed off thinking they got my order wrong and was about to contact them when my wife said there was no mistake. She called the bakery the day before and made slight changes to the cake to please both girls. I was stunned. I lost it on on her and asked her why the hell she did that. She got defensive saying that birthdays are no excuse to show favoritism and that her daughter is watching and observing how I'm treating both girls. I told her off since I was the one that was paying, and then I called the bakery and explained what happened. I had the cake returned and replaced with a chocolate cake. Although this one is smaller, it was fine. My wife declined to take part in the birthday celebration, and later we got into a huge argument where she called me controlling and selfish for for returning the cake instead of using this as an opportunity to teach Olivia to compromise so that everyone's happy. Now I'm teaching her to be quote-unquote selfish. I said that my daughter gets to act selfish on her birthday and that my wife was teaching her daughter to be entitled, word for word, and it led to a bigger argument. We're not talking as of now. Am I the asshole for returning the cake and not taking my wife's input into consideration? First of all, she's a fucking hypocrite. He's not the asshole. Not the asshole. I was fuming when I read this because what kid is not allowed to be selfish on their birthday? And first of all... Brittany is 16 fucking years old. Yeah. You're telling me that a 16-year-old can't fucking get over the fact that she's not having a, exactly. a fucking cake on someone else's birthday? Like, that is crazy The to thing me. that got me is that she said, can, can we get vanilla because Brittany doesn't like it? And then the, was it a dad? The dad. The dad said, no, my child doesn't like vanilla, so she's getting chocolate. And then she turns around and says, you're being selfish but you just said that you wanted what you so you can get your way so it's not selfish when you get your way right oh my god i don't i don't that is the most and the fact that she went behind her fucking back his behind his back to do it and like tiny bits of chocolate for the birthday girl but the whole fucking cake for a 16 year old who has nothing to do with it being her birthday that would drive me to divorce and then for the wife to not even being so mad she didn't even come to the birthday right i would be done at that point you're teaching that your kids feelings matter more than your stepkids feelings on on their birthday birthday. (laughs) like that is crazy i i feel like at the end of that if that were to happen with my significant other after the whole like not showing up to the birthday thing and all the things before them but like after not showing up to the birthday specifically that would be oh yeah my the point where i'm like i don't know if i want to even be around you anymore like like i understand if the compromise my compromise would have been we get the exact cake that olivia wants and i'm gonna get like a cupcake yeah or something for yeah, her I would so think, that she can yeah, have think for people who don't like chocolate mm-hmm. like okay but you're not altering her cake. Right. No. Like, I understand. Like, I would probably be like, okay, can we get two cakes? Mm-hmm. One for anybody who's here? Because right. it might just, I would have argued, okay, other people might not like chocolate right. either. But we definitely want the birthday girl to have the cake that she wants to a right. tea. That's not an option to change. Exactly. But we'll maybe get, like, a second one for someone else. Like, we won't sing for that one. No candles. Right. Yeah. It's just, 
if you wanted vanilla instead. Mm -hmm. Or if they knew for a fact everybody liked chocolate except for Brittany, then I would get her a fucking cupcake get, or something. Get you know over what I mean? it, you 16-year-old child. Oh, my God. And I would love to know what Britney's take on this is. Like, yeah. what if Britney was like, Mom, I don't give a fuck. Everybody give a round of applause for Britney. We have her here in the studio today. Oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so fucking mad when I... Oh, and get this one. I got another one. Oh, boy. Okay, so we established not the asshole yeah, in the last right. one. This one, also not the asshole, but I think there's a whole lot going on in between there. Like, this poor person. Okay. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for calling the police on my fiancé? Last night, my... He's a 35 male fiance. Uh, so uh, I don't like the way they did that, but it's basically that the narrator is a 35 year old male and their fiance is a 38 year old female. So the fiance left in the evening to give a friend's son a ride back home. She implied that she would be go home before nine and she left around 745. 10.15 rolled around and she still wasn't home. I texted and she apologized to me saying that her friend's son was actually in the next town over, maybe 30 minutes away, and she was coming home now. 11.45 rolled around and she still hadn't come home, so I called her with no answer. I texted her, no response. I started getting very upset. 12.30 rolled around, still no response, no answer to my phone calls. I was extremely angry. 1.30 rolled around and my anger had completely transformed into worry, not answering my calls or texts and the texts are not being read. Around 1.45 a.m., I called the police. I've always heard that the first 24 hours of someone being missing is the most important, so I didn't want to delay. I asked them to let me know if there had been any traffic accidents involving her car, and the operator told me they would put out the word and send some cops to check along the route that she would travel. I called all the hospitals in the area to make sure to check and see if she had been checked in and I waited outside watching the road for her car for three hours partially because I didn't want the kids to hear me on the phone with the hospitals and secondly because I was sick with worry I didn't even realize there were kids involved at 7 a.m she came home she apologized for being out and said she had no excuse she was driving home and felt tired like she was falling asleep at the wheel so she pulled over on the side of the road to sleep when she did that she found that her brand new phone had stopped working she says she napped anyway because it was the responsible thing to do and then came home at 7 a.m. to bring the kids to school and go to work on time. I immediately called the police and told them that she had come home safely and gave them the case number and told them to stop searching, which they did. My fiancé brought the kids to school and left for work. I set out to start some cleaning. Cleaning distresses me sometimes. And I got a call from a policeman asking where she worked. I told him and asked why, and I was informed that it is their policy to check on the person's wellness after a missing person is found. I asked them to not go by her work, but to give her a call instead. He said he couldn't promise. My fiancé is relatively new at her job. A police officer showed up and asked to speak with her. She is now livid and enraged at me for calling the police and sending a cop to her work, making her look bad. She's saying I overreacted and that she wasn't missing and that I was punishing her for doing the responsible thing and not driving while drowsy. She is saying that she is never going to leave the house again except for work because she's afraid that I'm going to call the cops on her again. So did I overreact? Should I have waited two days like she suggested? Absolutely not. No, that's... Honey, Oops. honey, honey, your wife is cheating yeah. on you. <laughs> First of all, how the fuck did you not know where this kid lived, supposedly? All of a sudden, now he lived in a completely different area, and so now all of a sudden it's completely, yeah. like, you have to go 30 minutes further than you would. So how, what? Second of all, your brand new phone just magically stopped working. Third and you didn't all, even bother to, like, find an area where it did? 
<laughs> Third of all, he literally called the cops and told them where she was going. So if they were on the lookout on the route that she would have taken, they would have, they would seen, have seen her, her. on yeah, the side of the road yeah. sleeping in her car. And they fucking didn't. Baby girl is cheating on yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. And now is pissed off because her dirty laundry was Oh, yeah. Out. Once, once somebody like that, somebody who's guilty... They almost get caught. A hundred percent. They are fucking lying their ass off and they're gaslighting the other person to make it seem like they're the crazy one. It's literally so funny because the number one comment with the most awards is someone saying, not the asshole, but you know she's lying, right? (laughs) Like, can we just make something clear real quick? He's like, I do suspect that the story isn't truthful, but she doesn't really have a history of lying to me, so I'm giving her the benefit of the that doubt. That you know of. She's just really good at it, and you, maybe you fall for everything. Oh, oh, and I, I didn't I didn't tell you. Um, I, I read further down in the comments. He's like, at this point, he was responding back to people, and someone made a comment about, like, how her brand new phone conveniently just stopped working, and someone was like, yeah, he replied back and said, yeah, she got home, plugged it in, and it works fine now. Imagine. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird how that works out magically? Fucking crazy. That's and, rough. and who conveniently with no phone or anything like that wakes up right in, at the 7 a.m. <laughs> to get home in time for work and with their kids? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And why oh. would she have napped for like 15 minutes? And like, right. how, if you are really only 30 minutes away from your house, like you're suggesting that this kid needs to go. You couldn't drive 30 minutes without falling asleep behind the wheel? Right. Get it together. I drive an hour and I'm like, oh, I don't know like, about Like, you shouldn't this. have left the house if you were that tired. You know what I mean? That you can't be gone for, like, right. an hour? Like, are you joking? That's super no, that's sketchy. fucking weird. He's not the asshole. She's fucking, she's doing something. Or she's uh, cooking meth. Plausible. She is definitely, <laughs> something's not right. Something is not right. And, like, threatening to never leave the house again because the cops right. showed up. That's like, the gaslighting, where the gaslighting yeah, comes she's, in. They're shifting blame there. Right, yeah, just saying, like, you're the crazy one and you're making me feel right. unsafe. And also, like, I wouldn't be embarrassed by that if a cop showed up at my job, whether I was new or not, right. and I was like, I explained to them, like, oh, yeah, my phone stopped working. Mm-hmm. I, you know, was feeling really, really tired. I had to pull over. Yeah, and, give and them the true he, story. It should be was, fine. It, right. Exactly. Because it, like the reason why he called the cops is a good, valid reason. Exactly. And so if it was a good, that your excuse is valid as well, it all lines up. You shouldn't be embarrassed at all. It should be actually glad that your your husband cared about you that much. You know what I mean? Can you imagine if she ever actually does go missing and then the husband's Karma. like, eh, I'm going to wait two days. Well, baby, she already dead. And <laughs> that's, that's what she asked for, I guess. Oh, my God. I like ones that are actually the asshole, though. I feel like I don't read a lot of them. Well, let's try this one real quick. Am I the asshole for telling my husband to get over himself when he started berating me for not picking up his brother's son from school? My husband, 37, took his nephew, 12, in after his dad, my husband's brother, was diagnosed with cancer. He told me that his nephew would be staying with us till his dad completes his chemo treatment. I agreed, although he did not consult me about it first. But I told him that it'll, he'll be his responsibility and not mine. He asked me to explain why, and I told him because, one, he didn't consult me before taking his nephew in, and two, I'm not equipped nor experienced in taking care slash being committed to child care. I still have to cook and clean, obviously. He said it was fine and that he'd be taking care of him on his own. The other day, he called me in the afternoon saying he was stuck in a two-hour meeting and asked if I could go pick up his nephew from school. I said I was having lunch with my mom and discussing family issues. 
He insisted, but I reminded him that he said he'd be taking care of his nephew, including school pickup and drop-off. I suggested he try to get off work or call some other family member to go pick him up. He tried to argue, but I hung up on him. I went home at three and surprisingly found my husband there. He was angry. He started yelling at me and calling me selfish and unfeeling. I told him that his lack of management wasn't my fault. He yelled, saying that, his, that my lunch with my mom could have fucking waited and that I chose to be fucking petty just to prove a point. I said that wasn't true and told him to get over himself and stop acting like he was the victim when he put himself in that situation knowing he wouldn't commit. He yelled that he was trying to do all he can do to help his brother, but it was me who's playing the victim after I refused to help out. We argued some more and I ended up going to stay with my mom for the night. He texted me some choice words and that's when I turned my phone off. We're still arguing about it. Yeah, you're the asshole. I'm so fucking That's like saying like a person if they are to have children that they should never ever have an emergency or something go wrong or that, you know, like never get a babysitter to My do anything. My biggest thing is when he when she said, "Why don't you call a family member to go pick him up?" You're you his wife. Right. <laughs> you're the family. Here we are. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, that's insane. Right. That's Like Picking somebody up from from fucking school one time does not constitute as taking care of that right. child. Yeah. If he's still doing Imagine everything else. Imagine how that poor child feels. Uh, like, hopefully they don't know, but... Can you imagine living in a home where your uncle is taking care of you, but your supposed-to-be aunt, she just doesn't even deserve that title, doesn't want to have anything to do with you? And on top of all that, she has zero empathy for the fact that her husband's brother is near exactly. his death and that this kid's dad is on his deathbed. Right. And she's like, well, not my oh, well, fucking problem. I have lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That is that. There's the asshole. And that's I, people like that who come on the Internet and say this as if like they think that they really did something there and like people are going to be on their side. Like, are you stupid? Right. Like, and are like you the that thing dumb? is, too, it's like whether or not. The husband didn't do the manage time management, whatever. Like the whole like your lack of time management does not constitute an emergency on my part. Mm-hmm. This doesn't apply no. here because what the fuck did the kid do to you? Right. Like the kid right. did not do any. The kid didn't at, go behind your back right. and not consult with you or anything. It was your husband. Right. So if you want to take it out on your husband, you can be petty to your husband. Right. The child does the not child need has to nothing be... to do with that. You're using the child as a pawn in your petty fucking game. And it's a weird game to be playing. <laughs> to be like somebody side with me tell me i'm right oh fucking shit get out of here i'll be damned if my like i just i and she keeps calling him husband's nephew that's your fucking right nephew. it's your it, that is your nephew but again she doesn't deserve the title so maybe it's maybe it's okay yeah. but like it i'd be like it would be crazy if doug was raising a child under our roof and i had nothing to do with it that makes no sense to me and again i understand that some people just like don't want kids or like but this whatever. is extenuating circumstances right this is not a situation where you're like that it's not the same like somebody is in need of help fucking help them like, literally and it's like don't... like he's literally like it just doesn't make any sense to me because it's like if these chemo treatments are going well and everything the kid's not going to stay with you forever right but he's going to remember this exactly forever. And so you're damaging your relationship because you know that kid's going to, it's going to get back to the kid's oh, father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're ruining, and then that's, think about like the in-laws, all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them are going to fucking hate you yeah. now because you're taking shit out on a kid. So you His have like is, the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, yeah. the brother-in-law, all of them are going to fucking hate you because you wanted to go and have lunch with your mother. And like 
the husband said being petty to prove a point. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. gross. Weird, weird behavior from all, from all these fucking people. I, oh, man. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a doozy. All right. Do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, guys. Because I'm on like a rage. Yeah. Today. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. One. I am like. It's that Captain Crunch. That fireball. <laughs> fireball. Um, you cannot say fireball and not think of that song oh yeah i think about it okay every time yeah. okay okay i'm I've, the only one who I says it out loud personally think of um the part where he goes Woo! in the background oh, that's yeah. what plays in my brain that when you say it like that it reminds me of that you gonna get your boyfriend and meet me at the hotel oh, yeah he i think he does that in like all of his songs. Oh, that's <laughs> it's one, mr 305 <laughs> <laughs> golly he has all those things <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in for another episode. We are hoping and praying that this is the best one yet as far as audio goes. Thanks for sticking around through all of the issues that we had, but we are happy to say that we have figured it out now. And appreciate you guys so much for sticking with us. Yes. Truly, honestly, MVPs, all of you. You will get nothing but the best from us from here on out. Oh, God, hopefully. <laughs> She's jinxing it. <laughs> Make sure uh, that you subscribe to our podcast on whatever app you use to listen to us. We are on Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, and Spotify. And make sure you leave five-star reviews. We love to hear reviews. If you want to leave a little message saying that we are the best podcast that you've ever listened to in or your life. Or just like giving life. us like suggestions. I think some, something yeah, you want to hear. Yeah, send us a DM on Instagram if you feel um, like you want to, you know, share. Or if you ever see any like crazy TikToks you want to bring our yeah. way, like send them to me. I love seeing that shit. Definitely. Yeah. Like if you, if something pops up on your For You page and you think of us, send it. Absolutely. We'll we give you a shout out and everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you so much for sticking with us. Oh, and please let us know if you guys liked, um, obviously the audio is trash, but let us know if you guys like really enjoyed like having the guest on our podcast mm-hmm. too, because we can do that as frequently or infrequently as you yeah. guys like. Um, so yeah, just feedback. Love it. Yes, I do. We have so many people who want to come on and I would love to do that. I think that was so fun. Um, so yeah, just let us know how you feel about that. And thank you as always for giving us a shot. Cheers. You just listened to the Give Us a Shot podcast hosted by Steph Ray and Kristen Valderis. If you liked what you heard, make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe to hear future episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app.